months after retiring from a direct sales company where she had worked 25 years, Mary Kay Ash decided to start her own company. Her attorney and many friends thought she was crazy to invest her life savings of $5,000 in a foolhardy idea for a cosmetics firm, but Mrs. Ash had some strongly held beliefs that she thought would work in the corporate world. After only 20 years, the company recorded $323.8 million in sales in 1983 and over the previous five years had averaged more than a 40% return on equity. That is among the highest in American industry. One figure for her company is absolutely unique. There are more women earning over $50,000 per year at Mary Kay Cosmetics than at any other company in the world. What is the secret of such success? In part, it lies in the remarkably positive attitude Mrs. Ash displays toward every person on her staff. I wanted to create a company that would give women an opportunity to accomplish anything they were smart enough to do she says, and she apparently thinks that the people who work for her are smart enough to do anything. When one enters the gold glass building, which houses the home offices of the firm, larger-than-life photographs of the national sales director stand out. While some companies use paintings or sculptures or perhaps images of their products to make a statement, Mary Kay says, we want our message to be... We're a people company. Unfortunately, when men people become leaders, they take a different tack and quickly find themselves frozen into the role of police officers. Because of superior knowledge and experience, they think it is their duty to look over people's shoulders, to watch for errors and discourage cheating. They are there to prevent failure. By adopting such a watchdog role, they quickly set up an adversarial relationship and people will follow such bosses with all the relish of going in for a root canal. Good managers and good teachers, on the other hand, do not waste much time doing post-mortems on the failures of their people. Instead, they look for strengths that others have overlooked and ways to encourage the gifts in their group. More than anything else, it is our attitude toward the people in our classroom or office that will determine failure or success at motivation. If people know we expect good things from them, they will in most cases go to great lengths to live up to our expectations. If we expect the worst, they will meet those predictions with disappointing accuracy. So rule number one for becoming a good motivator is this, expect the best from people you lead.